views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Hey, super duper welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Just making a few adjustments here because I'm sitting in a totally different seat. You, you think after 10 years, now I decide to change my seat up a little bit. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is the Dr. Pat Show. It's great to have you here. We've got a great two hours of talk radio for you. Let's just call it positive talk radio because it's got that vibe. It's got that big positive vibe. I uh, want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. I want to thank Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. B. How you be? Be good. busy. Yep. Be, be busy. And hello, Mr. T behind me. How's that feel? Hey, Taylor, how's that feel for me for you to be like behind me and I can't see you? Is that weird? It's not creepy at all. No, okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> basically what he's so feeling. Creepy, so creepy. No, it's not creepy at all. It's not creepy. Mm-mm. It's just a little creepy. Um, <clears throat> so let's see how long I actually stay uh, here. Uh, yeah, let's see how. Let's, Benny, you got to take. Going to take bets on how long before I change my seat. Will it be the first break? Will it be I don't the know. second break? It's up to you. You should just try it for the first. See how the view is for the first hour. See how the view is for the first hour, and then I'm already feeling lonely for my my seat over there. <laughs> All right, that's what happens when you change a seat in life, folks. Welcome everybody. <clears throat> Welcome to the show again. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. I mean, this is kind of interesting. Um, I get to really. Um, I get to really chat with some pretty incredible people. And this is, as I said before, it's our 10th year anniversary coming up in September uh, from our Voice America Network. And then in January from uh, KKNW, um, that is 10 years ago, January, is when we started uh, the show uh, uh, out of Seattle on KKNW. And I cannot believe I'm saying that uh, here we are 10 years later. Uh, And now we are reaching all of you. Many of you are saying, wait a minute, I'm not in Seattle. I don't know how I'm listening to her. Well, that's probably because you're picking us up on the Internet or you're picking us up on other places, uh, either through a CRN affiliate, through CBS. Who knows? The good news is you are picking it up. Today, uh, we get to chat about a new movement. And what is that new movement? You know, one of the things that I've come to realize is that I'm sitting here today and I'm from an era and generation that I talked about uh, the other day on, on a radio show I did. You know, I, I'm from this generation where um, I grew up in the 60s. Uh, and for many of you, you're thinking, OK, so what? Really? Well, I grew up in the 80s. And there's something about that when you say I grew up in the 60s. And then you think about it, you put it in perspective. What does that say to you? Well, 
So Benny, I was asking someone, someone asked me, you know, what was most important when you grew up? I said, I grew up in the 60s. This was a, this was a youngster. Let's call it a youngster. Um, and, in, and we were talking about that. And he said, the 60s? And he looked at me, he said, dude, you're pretty old. And I said, you know, I, I guess I'm getting up there. And so then it opened up a conversation. I said, when did you grow up? He said, oh. You know, how do I say it? I grew up in the 2000s. Such <laughs> a baby. Oh, my gosh. There we go. It's a conversation. But there's something important about where you are, what era you've been born in, what does it mean or what it doesn't mean. I will tell you what it's come to mean for me. Um, I've seen a lot of things happen uh, in this generation of elders. And I've seen this over and over and over again. And you guys have heard me talk about this. Everything from how uh, health care is administered to the availability uh, of, of physicians uh, to assisted livings. I mean, I've done multiple shows on the topic, and we're going to continue to, te- to do that. The, the show that I also did was also the state of affairs of uh, mental illness for seniors. And so that's something I'm passionate about because that's a crazy thing going on. But how about the world that we live in? You know, are we now the invisible you know, are we the folks that are out there that eh, let's not pay much attention to them? They're not really jumping around buying anything. Well, guess what? I want to just give everybody a clue. That's not what the latest research says. But more importantly, you know, what is it about our generation? What do we love? What do we tune into? What are the movies that we watch? You know, what are the things that intrigue us? And, you know, what is our uh, cinematic power, so to speak, in terms of what we do? And this is a conversation I get to have today with somebody that knows a ton about this. Uh, My very special guest joining me here. uh, Boy, this is a big conversation. Um, James Twyman is joining me here today. James is internationally renowned. Uh, You guys, I know you know him. Best-selling author, filmmaker, musician, And, you know, he has been uh, in some of the most horrific places in the world, but he shares his message of peace. That's what James Twyman has been about. You know, he he shares his message of how we can come together. He shares his message to make sure that the invisible are no longer invisible, you know, that we can shine a light and say these are people that deserve to be respected and helped and loved. And so he's joining us here today beyond all the books that he has written, including Emissary of Light and uh, the Moses Code. He's here today as an award-winning author, but more importantly, he's here with a very inspired and powerful invitation for us. And so what is it about the world that we live in? What is it about how we approach some of us that are called baby boomers, the senior age group, the elders of our society? What is it that we are drawn to Has Hollywood forgotten us? But more importantly, what is it that we're here to share, that we're here to tell? Uh, James, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Great to have you on the show. It is so great to be here, and I'm looking so forward to this discussion. You know, it's really interesting. A couple of the myths we should talk about, I think, uh, about this idea of baby boomerism. What I like to call, you know, I, I think we call baby boomerism, whatever you call it. I, I call myself, you know, I, I'm from the Pink Floyd generation. Right. That's what I say. They say, where, where, are you, where are you from? I'm from the Pink Floyd generation. Uh, and I actually had a, a youngster. I, was, uh, I do work with some young folks. I had a youngster say to me, 
is that a cell phone? And I, I got, <laughs> no, it's not a cell that, That's not Pink Floyd. Don't you know Pink Floyd? Okay, Dark Side of the Moon. I actually like this a lot better. I've never thought of it before, identifying your generation by the music you were listening to. So I do. My parents would be from the Elvis generation. <gasps> yes. Mine would be from the, the very early Elton John generation. Yes. Uh, <laughs> or Pink Floyd. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what, what it would be today, though. I'm not really as up on the music. Oh, I'm uh, up on the music. I'm because, a, I was born in 77, ahead, so Benny, I was definitely from? a Michael Jackson fan Michael for the Jackson 80s. generation. Me, 80s That's, for me. Okay, good. And then I think Taylor might be a little more 90s for, Okay, like, Taylor, you, know, you gotta, you gotta, what, what are your bass. 90s music? He's a huge Ace of Bass head. Are you serious? Ace no, of I think I'm just messing with oh, him. That is, I think you <laughs> he kind of likes that answer, though. I think you are Speaking of Michael Jackson, I could also say I'm from the Jackson 5 generation yeah there you go there you go this okay benny's gonna have so much fun playing music today for us james oh this is so good but you know i do relate to music by generation it's really interesting in the workshops that i do i always have a really pop music and it's pop music for me it's a pop music uh culture but that also ties in with, with what we're talking about today because there are generations that look at cinema and associate with cinematic uh, accomplishment or lack thereof, but really tie into what's out there today. And, you know, you are on a, I think, you know, you're, you're leading a movement right now. And I think it's important for us to tell folks about the movement, but also, you know, to tell folks about what it is that's so important in terms of this new movement mm-hmm. that you've put together. Well, to begin, um, I, I got into the, the movie part of my career about 10 years ago. I, I had a, a good friend who was a Hollywood producer, who's done a lot of big films, and, uh, and one day he and I got together and decided to make a small independent film that did very well called Indigo. And it was such a great experience for me. It, it kind of hooked me, and I, I've been playing in that field ever since. But it wasn't until maybe about a year and a half ago that... Uh, something shifted. I I was at a theater. I was watching a movie called The Exotic Marigold Hotel. Yeah, which was yeah. a wonderful film, and I'd heard a lot about it. And even though the audience was pretty packed, I looked around at one point and I realized. And I had just turned fifty, and I realized that I am the youngest person in this room. <gasps> I mean, everyone in here are you know what I would consider to be my elders. Right. And and I and I realized in that moment it was like a, a lightning strike. It's like how many or how how few rather films are made for this generation. It is really few and far between. But the fact is when they do make a film that really resonates with with you know not just people who are much older than me but just people who are looking for more mature themes and movies that mean something not just the the you know the hollywood sort of blockbuster superhero movies that are made for 15 year old boys i mean when they are made people go see them and exotic marigold hotel was a good example of that and that's when the idea of what i'm now calling ageless cinema really started um, or senior cinema, or whatever you want to call it, the idea that there need to be more films mm-hmm. that are made not only for this generation but for all generations. I remember one of the things that I, one of the films that I thought of at the very beginning it was a movie I'm sure you'll remember called Cocoon. 
Yes, one, yeah. One of the great movies of the 80s, and, uh, and Cocoon, obviously, seniors and older people loved it because it was really about them. But who didn't love Cocoon? I mean, it was a wonderful film for every generation. So this is what the movement is about. We decided to make a film called Redwood Highway, which yep. we can talk about later. But yep. for me, it was, it was less about making a movie and more about starting a movement to try and get more films made for this inspiring generation. Yeah, and we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the film. We're going to talk about the inspiration, and also um, we've got some great giveaways uh, for the show today. But you know, you're right, uh, James, about so many things. You know, I was shocked, shocked at the ending of one of the blockbuster movies that came out. I think this year or last year, I can't remember, but one of the years blockbuster. One of the themes that cuts across generations. I was shocked at the end of that movie. I'm going to tell you what that is when we come back. Uh, I don't think I'm alone with this either. James Twyman is in the house. This show is for everybody out there, everybody out there that has ever thought anything about, is this for me? How can I look at what the world is providing for us? And what is the captivation of movies that so touch the heart and are part of our generation. Stay tuned. We're going to take a short break. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show. We don't need no thought control. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. Get inspired. Create the life you desire with internationally known radio host and motivational speaker, Sue London. Sue inspires millions of people to overcome difficult or traumatic situations in their lives. People feel hope, courage, and are ready to move forward after hearing Sue speak. Book motivational speaker Sue London for your next event at AskSueLondon.com. That's AskSueLondon.com. Tune in to The Michelle Bond Show, Awaken to a New Reality, each Tuesday on TransformationTalkRadio.com at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, for leading-edge, empowering knowledge and information, which gives hope to everyone, from the healthy to the health-challenged, and learn the latest complementary and alternative healing modalities. This new reality will introduce you to an unlimited world of possibilities with the gumption to take epic action for your life. Visit TheMichelleBondShow.com and step into your new reality. 
Tune in to the Sandy Brewer Show, getting to the heart of what matters in your life. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and experience the powerful healing voice of Dr. Sandy Brewer, one of Colin Talk Radio's most dynamic, compelling personalities. Get ready for inspiration and contagious humor and her been there, done that, no-nonsense advice to meet today's challenges. Listen and call in at 800-930-2819 for the Sandy Brewer Show. Holistique Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Indeed. I'm so loving that. I'm loving that. Thank you, Mr. Benny. Does everybody know who that is? They may not. We have to say who Come that is. Come on. Well, no, not everybody may know, right? I mean, people uh, know Elton John. Pretty signature song. Pretty signature song. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we know who it we is. Know who it is. Uh, but I want to tell you, they're all signature songs. Uh, James Twyman joining me here today. What a great conversation because we're really talking about the state of the union around film. And, you know, what do I mean by that? I mean, what are the films that are out there? And what 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 has James put together? You know, what is Redwood Highway? And, you know, what is that all about? We're actually going to provide an online screening for two of our listeners today. So we'll tell you more about that. But, yes, I, I James... I love this topic. You and I were sharing during the break. We have something very important in common. I'm like you. I watch about five films a week. I'm not sure what I'm watching, but I, but I, <laughs> I've always, even as a kid, I love going to the movies and watching some of those crazy uh, Godzilla, whatever they were, scary movies. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about why this has become important, an important movement for you. What is it that you've discovered on the way to the theater? Well... I, I realize that there just aren't movies that are being made today that really connect with the classic films that we grew up with. Today, Hollywood and the, 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 the American film industry is so different. One of the big ways that it's changed is that uh, it's, for the most part, run by very young executives who are really... Um, economists and bookkeepers and and money people who are that's really all the concern is 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 how do we make a movie for a hundred million dollars and bring in a hundred and fifty million? The idea of making lower budget films and by lower budget films I mean like fifteen twenty million. I mean that to me is a lot of money. But but to Hollywood they won't even consider making uh, a movie that in that range because it doesn't have the same earning potential. But Steven Spielberg actually about a month ago gave a talk at USC where he warned that the U.S. film industry is about to implode. And what he meant by that was that all it really takes are two or three 
big blockbusters like, say, The Lone Ranger, for example, in a row that bomb for the whole system to fall apart. The Lone, Ra- the Lone Ranger is a bit alone right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's been alone from the start. Skippy. It's sad. I mean, it's become the, the poster child lately of, of Hollywood excess and just a, a movie that may be fun in some ways, but just did not connect with the audience. It didn't even connect with the young audience, which is what Hollywood relies on. But what Hollywood has neglected is the older audience, believing that older people, people our age and, and older, don't go to the movies. They literally believe that, it's, that this is a generation worth ignoring. And yet, as you said, the research does not prove that to be no, true. No, not even on radio. One of the fastest growing uh, talk radio segments are uh, men and women on the weekends o- over 65. I, I totally Huge. believe that. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's a lot of good reason for that. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, older people have more money, <laughs> more disposable income, much more so than, you know, the, the audience that most Hollywood films are focused on. They also have more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing is that when it comes to movies, seniors and you know, just people who are older, they're less likely to stream all of their movies or watch movies on their iPad, which I personally do sometimes. But you know, people in my parents' age wouldn't have the slightest idea how to do that. Right, right. And what they do is they get into a car and they drive to the movie. And they sit down with their peers, and they buy the popcorn, and they watch it on a big screen. And that is becoming less and less true for the younger generation. So this idea that older people don't go to the movies and that there shouldn't be movies that are made for them, I believe is just very short-sighted. They're leaving enormous amounts of money on the table, and they're disenfranchising one of the most important and big audiences that are out there. Well, and, you know, part of that is that um, there is a perception about and by the way, there are different definitions of what they're calling senior, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the fact that you can get, you know, the senior discounted meal at Denny's. No, that that's not you know, that's not what the criteria we're starting to lump people. And I'm going to say this in uh, please comment if I'm wrong. Over 50. That's right. Right. OK, so that's what it is. Although, if you look at, uh, talk to Christy Brinkley or some of these people, they have a whole new way of looking at age. But the point is, we, we're becoming invisible mm-hmm. in so many ways. And, you know, I said before the break, and I'd love for you to comment on this. My assessment recently is that we are killing off the elder actors. Mm-hmm. I'm not even saying older, but just a bit elder. <laughs> now, get, let's talk about a couple of examples, and maybe you can comment it. Who dies in the movie Avatar? Sigourney Weaver dies. Why? Because she's older. Right. I mean, out of all the people that you can't, that those, that the the tribe can't bring back, they can't bring back who? The older person. Who dies in James Bond? Turn your radio off if you don't want the spoiler right now. Turn, just bleep it out for a second. Who dies in the James Bond movie? The blockbuster, blockbuster movie. So, why are we? Is this just me, James, or is this now a trend? Well, I, I, I think it's a deeper, um, a very deep issue. Uh, I mean, talking about the idea that I've never really thought of it this way, but you're right. When when people like Judy Dench get killed off in in the James Bond movie, and uh, and 
you know, or Sigourney Weaver in Avatar. We're, in movies, we literally are killing them off. But what we're doing in reality is we're just limiting them and not writing roles for them or not making movies that are appropriate for them. Uh, one of the things that I realized that we had going for us as filmmakers, wanting to make films within this genre, I realized that it was going to be a lot easier for us to get well-known older movie stars mm-hmm. uh, to be on our films than it would be to get younger ones because there are a lot of actors out there who are fantastic and wanting to work, but they're just not getting the role. Right. So when we decided to make this movie called Redwood Highway, um, we talked to a lot of actresses to play the main role, uh, and they were all very interested, but the one that we that we really settled on, which I think was just a brilliant stroke for mm-hmm. us, was the great Shirley Knight, mm-hmm. who many older people will remember. She was nominated for two Academy Awards in the 60s, and she's just been in a lot of signature movies. And, I mean, what a talented professional she is, and what a wonderful, kind person she is. Also, Tom Skerritt, who everyone will recognize. Uh, I mean, th- these are people who are well within our grasp, even though we were a very small budget, because they love the script and they wanted to work. And this is really what is happening to the senior actor today. They're, they are being literally killed off or pushed to the side and neglected along with the entire audience. And you also mentioned, Pat, that uh, that these days you know, the, the the category is 50 plus. Yeah. And that is because the baby boomer generation and the elder generation are being kind of lumped together. I mean, think about this. Johnny Depp and Tom Cruise are both baby boomers. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. So, so we're, we're all together in this. But I, as a 51-year-old man, uh, I don't think of myself as a senior. And, and also... Someone who's 80, they, they don't want to think of themselves no. as seniors. No. I, I, well, one of the things that I found in trying to, to begin this movement, I, I originally started calling it the Senior Cinema Circle. Mm-hmm. And we're actually changing it. I think I mentioned this before yeah. to the Ageless Cinema because what we found is that no one wants to think of themselves as a senior. Right. Okay, so ageless felt like it hit it better because we all do feel ageless. We feel like we can go in many different directions at once. But it's it's just, I mean, we're talking about Hollywood, we're talking about film, but this discussion could be applied in so many other areas, housing, medicine, um, just social activities. We could talk about the, the exact same thing, but the fact that movies are not being made believing that these people simply don't care is one of the greatest fallacies that's coming out of Hollywood today. I really do think that. And it completely dismissing. I mean, you know, the Marigold Hotel. I mean, come on. Who do you think got that uh, movie to a point of attention anywhere? Um, and a beautiful cast of people. You know, it's interesting you mentioned Steven Spielberg, because I believe this is the 30-year uh, anniversary, right, of uh, E.T. Mm, wow. uh, Amazing, amazing actors in that movie i wanted an et remake i had a movement <laughs> out there where i said you know get my friend d wallace get her out there get uh you know uh drew barrymore come on et part two <laughs> and you know hollywood people think no 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 that wouldn't work and i'm like okay wait a minute why wouldn't that work Right. I mean, why is it you can do Star Wars one, two, three, five, six, then go backwards and do Star Wars? And the answer that came back and James, I think this is what you're talking about. 
Well, we can do prequels because we could hire younger actors. Oh, interesting. Right. Well, you know, I, I mentioned before about Steven Spielberg's mm-hmm. discussion there at USC, and one of the things that he said today is that, uh, at that interview, rather, was that if it had not been him, uh, Lincoln would never have been made. Right. I mean, think about that for a moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the reason that movie was made was strictly because it was Steven Spielberg. Right. And he has the power to push something like that through. But, I mean, th- that is going to end up one of the great iconic movies mm-hmm. for him, for Daniel Day-Lewis. Right. I mean, it was a beautiful, amazing movie. Yeah. But those are not the kind of films that Hollywood is really interested in making. They don't want to make, you know... A twenty million dollar movie. They want it. I mean, it's, it's getting pretty close to two hundred million dollars yeah. now. Yeah, we're going to be there before we know it. I mean, that is an insane amount of money to be putting into a film that is here today, gone tomorrow. Because most of them are what I call cotton candy movies. You know, they they don't have any real substance. It's not like eating real food. What I want to see as you know, not just an older adult, but uh, just as, as a film goer, I want to see films with substance, with plot, yeah. with story and great actors. Mm. And, and, you know, you mentioned the Exotic Miracle Hotel again. Uh, if you think about it, the movies that have come out lately that do have great yeah. senior themes, none of them have been American. Right. Let's hold that thought. I've got, I want to talk about that because... The Ageless, by the way, I'm going to start calling it that now. I love that. The Ageless, what movies are they going to? Oh, foreign films. Hold on. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back. At least please tell the phone. Don't be cruel. Want to know what the best kept secret in Access Consciousness is? It's the Access Gold Club. Demanding more change and the latest and greatest, but can't always get to all the classes you desire? Let Gary and Dane come to you. Join the Gold Club, and each month you'll receive a 60-minute live call, a weekly email on the month's theme containing the latest clearings in written form, and an MP3 loop. Twice a month, receive a brand new video with Gary and Dane. How does it get any better than this? In addition to receiving a CD format of the monthly call mailed to you, you'll also enjoy a surprise bonus gift. Be in on the secret. Join today at www.isnowthetime.com slash special dash tips. Are you interested in learning about how to add more eco-conscious living into your life? Amy Willis broker and owner of Rhino Roz Realty, is dedicated to helping people buy and sell healthy homes. She strives to educate people on incorporating more green features into your environment. Rhino Roz Realty wants to be a resource before, during, and after a transaction. Whether someone is buying or selling a single-family home, multifamily, condo, or investment property, Rhino Roz can provide the service and knowledge that is needed to make informed decisions. For a free market analysis or more information about greening your home, contact Amy at rhinoroz.com, R-H-I-N-O-R-O-Z.com, or call 206-508-1250. Rhino Roz Realty, charging on your behalf in the Northwest. If you want to write a book, find your soulmate, 
change careers. Saskia helps her clients to reinvent their lives through her breakthrough program, Seven Gifts to Unlock Your Breakthrough Miracle. The daily support, the guided meditation, the powerful exercises designed of the seven gifts to unlock your miracle to expand awareness and help me to consciously create the life I want for myself and my family. You'll learn her proven secrets to unlock your miracle in just seven days. You know, each day I look forward to discovering what new technique or tool Saskia offers us in order to find our highest purpose. It offers that daily. I am held accountable for my goals to live a healthy and happy life. Right now, I have renewed energy to write my book, and I even wrote my first chapter after only five days of this program. Visit BreakthroughMiracle.com to receive your free seven gifts to unlock your miracle or to schedule a free breakthrough session with Saskia. Call 978-302-0861. Well, I bless my soul, what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Yeah. I'm all shook up. Good job, Benny. Awesome. Can't wait to hear what we're going to play next. Maybe a little Elton John. Maybe a little Michael Jackson. Maybe a little... Got to play something that hits on... Uh, uh, the uh, Jane, James Twyman era. Well, he said he the, grew up with the Elvis. So he's I, in between you and me. Yeah. Well, All right. I there we go. Elvis shout out. You give him a shout out. I love the Elvis shout out. I love that Elvis tune, by the way. Welcome back. Talk about films. Yeah, we went to see all those Elvis films. At least I did. James Twyman joining us here today. We're going to talk about a new movement. Uh, for those of you that uh, want to find out more about what we're talking about, I, I think, James, it would be really cool before we jumped into this to, to, to send people uh, to the website, the best website to send them to. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the one I, t- tell me the one you'd like to send them to. Well, the best site to go see the trailer for yeah. Redwood Highway, get yep. information on that, and we'll talk about the petition and the survey in yep. a moment. But if people went to www.seniorcinema.com, dot com senior dot com we're going to be changing that soon to ageless cinema uh, but at I, the at the moment it's still senior cinema yeah uh and yes as i said they can watch the trailer for redwood highway right there and start getting excited for that yeah, we, we can come back in a moment and talk about that I- issue of how all the films that people have been making around this genre are british well this is yeah. going to be uh, the first bigger american film that serves this important audience. Uh, the, the thing about the petition that I wanted to mention, Pat, yeah. is that you know we're, we're having a great discussion here. Yeah. And almost every time I talk about this, people say, oh my gosh, I've been thinking about this. I've been talking about it with my friends. You're so right. But that's all people do is talk about it. Mm. Well, now you can do something about it. Our goal is to get a million signatures on a petition to get people to go and sign a petition saying, if you make films like this, we will go see them. So as they say in one of the greatest films, I believe, uh, build it and they will come. Or in this case, film it and they will come. And that is so true. And so this petition is going to be presented to all the Hollywood studios. We're going to be having a big press uh, event where we'll be showing this, we'll be taking it to all the studios, all the production companies, and saying, here are a million people who promise to go see these movies if you make them, and there are 10 million behind them 
who didn't even know about the survey. So please start paying better attention to this audience. So if people go to uh, SeniorCinema.com, yep. you'll see the survey and the petition right there. You can watch the trailer, and we can get this movement going because this movement is only going to be increasing. And, and, and if we don't do something, Hollywood is going to continue to push us faster and faster into the shadows, which is where this generation does not deserve to be. Well, let's talk about the reality of this and what is getting people's attention. And thank you. Uh, we're going to talk about the signing the petition for those of you out there. We're going to make sure you have a lot of information. And actually, for those of you that belong to our newsletter, we're going to make sure we put it in there as well. Um, interesting, right? Bam. Blockbuster weekend. What's the blockbuster? Wolverine yeah. comes out. How much money does it make? Poor performance. Poor performance. Um, and why? I mean, you know, not only uh, it, it seems like and James, maybe you can talk to this because you're a film filmmaker. I'm a film watcher. It seems like we're playing pin the tail on the proverbial box office movie donkey. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like we've got the blindfold, blindfold. on mm-hmm. yeah. and we're walking around and we get a bunch of corporations together that says, yeah, we think the American people would like to see Wolverine in Japan. And bam, there you go. But how can you explain, James? Maybe you can talk to this. How do you explain the popularity of Downton Abbey? Right. Good point. I uh, how do you explain that? that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a flea on an elephant you-know-what not too long ago. (laughs) This small little British masterpiece theater show that would usually go completely unnoticed by especially the American audience, and something about it took hold. I'll tell you what it was. It was Maggie Smith. Yep. Another one of our great veteran older actors. And now, um, this, uh, last year they had another great actress who was in that, who was going to be featured a lot more, and someone who I'm going to be interviewed on the radio by very soon, and that's Shirley MacLaine. Yes! Shirley had to put off her interview on this subject because she is in England filming Downton Abbey right now. Right. Uh, they've brought her character back, and you're right. I mean, it's amazing when you think about it, a, a, a show like Downton Abbey. It should make the bells and the whistles go off in the heads of the Hollywood executives because this is the sign of, of what is working. And yet, <laughs> the funny thing is, in terms of what is is not working, they continue just to throw enormous amounts of money at it, thinking maybe maybe it will work. I don't know. Maybe at some point it'll work. But you actually kind of hit the nail right on the head, and I don't know if you realize you did. And that is why a movie like Wolverine or all of these, uh, these other big blockbuster comic book movies are made, because even if they don't make money domestically, they can ship them out to every foreign market out there who is eating them up. So a movie like Wolverine or many others, sure, they may do okay, but they're a bit of a disappointment, and then suddenly they go to Japan and China and all these other countries, and that's where they make their money. But they're being, but this country, I mean, it's all driven by economics. It's not driven by the film industry and what people want to see. Right. But, but in England, I mean, you, you brought up Downton Abbey. Yeah. Let's we'll talk about England yeah. and France and other countries. Yep. A lot of the the really great older skewing movies that are being made are being made in England, like Downton Abbey or Quartet, uh, or France for Amour, 
Uh, and yet America, the United States, still has not caught on. I'm really hoping that Redwood Highway is going to be, uh, well, I- I'm hoping that it's going to really awaken this industry to show that even a very small film like that, if we can get a movement behind it, which is what we're trying to do, can have extraordinary results, and maybe more and more films will be made because of it. Well, I, I think if you don't speak up, we're going to go by the way of more John Carter's and Lone Ranger. Mm-hmm. I shared this on air. And, you know, for those of you out there and you don't want to hear my review of the Lone Ranger, I just just turned a dial for a minute. I've walked out of maybe three movies in my entire life, and I've seen thousands of them. One was Cape Fear. Scared me. Beyond scared, I like that movie. That was a good movie. Did you see it in the movie? Oh man, that was great. Oh yeah, 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 in the movies. Mm -hmm. Okay, the whole scene with Robert De Niro. First of all, anything he's in, creepy, crazy, creepy, 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 very creepy. Thank you. That was one of them. More recently, The Lone Ranger. Mm. I tried, James. I tried (laughs) because I watched The Lone Ranger growing up. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Um, And I, I couldn't watch it. And I didn't understand why. And I felt bad that I couldn't watch it. But I don't think I'm alone. Don't you think that there are more and more and more people saying by, their, by what they buy, this is just not making the mark? Well, and, and, and the biggest reason for people of our generation to walk out is because we're harder to fool. <laughs> Younger people have been fed these really subpar movies for a while now, so they don't really know what a great movie is. I mean, in in my generation, uh, in, I, uh, the films that really turned me on and were great classics were The Godfather, the first two mm-hmm. especially, mm-hmm. Um, Apocalypse Now, I mm-hmm. mean, uh, very intense movies, but back in the 70s when I was first starting to really awaken the film, it was a great era for uh, for great movies and and for people who are older than me and older than you, I mean, we're talking back in the great movies of the '40s and the '50s, Bogart and and people like that. And and now the movies that that they're making, for the most part, they they don't even come close to standing up. And so older people, they're more discerning, and that's the reason why they're not going to the movie th- mm-hmm. uh, theater anymore or not as often, and this is what Hollywood points to. They say, well, look, they're not going. And my point is you're not trying to get them to go. Mm-hmm. You're not making movies for them. And if you notice, when you do, they go. Yeah. They, they show up because they want to go. You just need to give them films to actually go see. And I want to be clear about one thing about this. Um, here's what I've come to know a little bit, and I think we should talk about this when we come back. I'm not talking about movies that are, are that have only senior people in it. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying. Absolutely. Silver Linings Playbook Ugh. is a perfect – what do they call it in movie. music when the thing – oh, crossover, right? Mm-hmm. Silver Lining Playbook was one of the most incredible young actors, mm-hmm. uh, Jennifer Lawrence, yep. of our time, really. Um, what is it about how that movie was made? that captivated the ageless community. We're going to take a short break. We're going to talk about that. James is going to tell us again how we can support this movement. If you want to be heard, this is going to be the way to do it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Having trouble keeping up with the accelerated, life-altering changes occurring on the planet? The Quantum Vortex is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in quantum healing and energetic activations, weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics, and vibrational healing. Meg Benedicte is accelerating change at the cellular level. For more details on private sessions, meditation CDs, downloads, and teleseminars, visit NewEarthCentral.com. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. The Divine Divas Radio Show with Patricia Iris Karens is dedicated to being love in action, light in illumination, and joy in jumping into the next new paradigms for humanity. Divine Divas Radio is evolutionary and soul-empowered, sharing insights of hope, love, and joy every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Join the Divas as we step into the new era of oneness and peace together. Visit DivineDivasRadio.com. Tune into Intuit University, compassionate guidance, connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium, Sherry Dillard, each Thursday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality, fun, and a magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports, inspires, and empowers you to create your highest good in relationships, career, finances, life purpose, spirituality, and more. For more information, visit SherryDillard.com. Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For The Laura Longley Show, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. was in the groove of that. Could you see me doing it? Information. That's right. Useless information. I know what we I know everybody out there listening to the show knows what this is about. Oh, I have a prediction. James Twyman joining me here today. I have a prediction, James. What's that? Do you want to hear what it is? Yes. Please. Okay. You you can you can say I'm gonna be wrong. I have a prediction. 
I have a prediction that Fifty Shades of Grey is Fifty Shades of Old News. <laughs> and by the time they – sorry, Benny. By the time they get to the movie, uh, unless they pick uh, people that are going to cross generations, they are going to lose a ton of money. <laughs> I could be wrong here. I could be wrong, James. Well, you could be right. And I, I'm so glad that, that he chose – the stones to open up this uh, section <laughs> because I mean, talk about the the epitome of uh, vibrant older men who just won't stop. That's right. Uh, the Rolling Stones are the champions of that. I mean, think about it. They've been going. You know, they started when the Beatles started, and they are still out there touring. And they're old and grizzled, um, but they can. Mick Jagger can do it like he's always done it, and Keith Richards. God knows what's happening with him. But they are just amazing, and it doesn't really matter how – I mean, 10 years from now, they'll probably still be out there. Well, I think something is going to be it's, – it's, let me ask you this question. Don't you think we're on the verge of the, the cork popping out of the bottle, and so to speak, when all of a sudden Hollywood or who's ever in this media venue, they're going to get it. They're going to say, angry talk radio doesn't really work anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want women back in the game, you better provide them with talk radio that they're going to listen to. That's number one. And and number two, wait a minute. Uh, we've missed the demographic, and it's not 25 to 34. Mm -hmm. What is that going to take? I know your movement, and let's mention it again, because this is something that I want all of us to make sure that we get a hold of and sign the petition. Is that what you're hoping, that we get the attention of people that could make a difference? I mean... Absolutely. That mm -hmm. is really what this is all about. And, and I love the analogy of the cork coming out of the bottle. That is what this petition is all about. Let's show these people that they, you know, let's hit them where it counts. Show them that they're leaving a lot of money on the table. Show them that there are millions of people, and let's not call them seniors. Let's just call. No. I, I love that ageless generation mm -hmm. idea, because that that could be anyone who just wants to see good film, great plots, stories, actors, uh, all the things that you know made film what it is today. Uh, and so we we need to bring attention to this issue, and and if they see that they're that they have disenfranchised. An audience that is literally 40% of the population. Mm. That is what it is today. 50 and over is 40% of the population in the U.S. and, and around the world. And they've, they've just neglected it. And that's what's going to change them if, if they see that, wow, there is a movement going on here. There are millions of people out there who are saying, show us films and we'll go see them. And so that's why I really hope everyone, regardless of your age, if you want to see really great films and if you want to see some of these veteran actors get back out there and, and be in wonderful movies, we were talking about Shirley MacLaine and yeah. Maggie Smith and yeah. Judy Dench. I mean, let's just give them... I mean, to think about Meryl Streep for a moment. She's right there in that generation now. Yeah. I mean, the, one of the greatest actresses of all time. Right. And well, she did Hope Springs with Tommy Lee Jones. That's right. One yeah. of my faves, right? And so maybe people like, now that Meryl is of that age, maybe it's going to increase. But we need to let our voices be heard. And that's why I'm asking everyone to go to www.seniorcinema.com. Uh, and let's get this petition rolling here. Let's let's get, let's yeah. show Hollywood that 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 they they could be doing a lot better if they return to their 
their values and made films the way they used to. You know, it's fascinating to me. Um, I'm one of probably, I don't know, James, maybe I'm one of the, the, the older folks that I do uh, watch some uh, foreign films, but usually mm-hmm. not the ones <laughs> that my friends watch, right? They, they watch, like you said, more and a bunch of other films like that. I watched, I watch films like uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> but the original... The, the original, me too. I saw the girl the, with the dragon tattoo, yeah. and uh, no, what is it? Naomi Rapace was in that. I mean, and and so why didn't she play? Okay, let's talk about age. Why didn't she play the American version of it? It's a good question. She she she's been in other English speaking films, so her right. English is fine. Right. I'm not sure. She, yeah. I I have to agree with you on that film. I I saw all three of the Swedish films. Yep. And even though I have to say that the the American one was very good, it was good. Good. Still, I like the Swedish ones better. Uh, the, the American film was really good, and there's no. And I have to say, and this is just me, I think the the female characters of both of those films mm-hmm. really made those films. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in a lot well, of ways. Dan, you put Daniel Craig in anything; it's not going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> ah, James, uh, we've got a few minutes left. I want to thank you for joining me here today. I, I want to ask you, and and thank you for what you're doing, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, And I'm going to support this in any and every way I can. And, you know, please say something to Hollywood. Do not keep killing these senior, uh, ageless actors off. Stop. Stop. And don't replace Tommy Lee Jones in in, in Men in Black with a younger. uh, Please. (laughs) What are we doing? Last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? You know, this generation that we're talking about um, it is very inspiring. They've been through a lot, and they've brought us a lot, and they still have a lot to bring us. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier that I'm 51, so I'm right at the very end of that baby boomer bubble. And, and yet people, my, my parents' age and you know, everywhere in between, these are the people who have brought us all the incredible advancements that we have today, and to then push them to the side and say, thank you very much, you can go now, right. I, I think is so short-sighted. And we do that in, in almost everything, but maybe just focusing on film, for example, uh, something that is easy to focus on, then we can get into the heavier issues like, like medicine and housing. Right. But maybe if we just start honoring them by making movies, right. entertainment, you know, like Downton Abbey, for example, uh, maybe this will, will take that cork out of the genie's bottle even more and we'll begin to see that this generation still has so much more to offer. But it's only going to happen if we claim it. And that's why I want people to go to this petition. And don't just talk about this now. Let's yeah. actually show Hollywood that, that we want films like this and we will go see them if they're made. I love it. James Twyman, everybody. Thank you, James. And please, I am looking forward to having you back for sure and helping you in any way. When the movie we comes out, we'll, we'll come back and we'll do another show. Thank you. And just tell me where the movie's going to be and I'm going to be there. Okay. I'm there. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on the program. This has been a great discussion. You bet. That old, that ageless self that I am. Let's take a short break, everyone. James Twyman, please sign the petition. We'll be right back with the show.
Transforming the world one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio, that's my line. Non-stop shows, 24 hours, 7 days. Positive Talk Radio is the new craze. Learn and live your life the best you can. All hosts of TTR will lend a hand. Transform, inspire, educate, create. Tune in now. Our shows are actually really great. Tell your friends, your brother, dad, and mom to tune in at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Get insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community. Hey, Moon, you want to know something groovy? Yeah, Jess. What's that? Dr. Pat has been on the radio for 10 years. 10 years? Are you kidding me? That's awesome! I'll tell you what's awesome. She's bringing back the Pay It Forward campaign and Holistic Makeover to celebrate. If you want to know more or get involved, go to thedrpatshow.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thedrpatshow to get updates about everything we're doing. Are you frustrated by what's happening for you around sex and relationships? Do you long for something different without knowing how to create it? Susan Lazar Hart of Right Relationship For You provides a fresh point of view and practical tools in a light, fun, funny, irreverent, and ultimately life-changing way. Get ready for a new possibility. Visit us at rightrelationshipforyou.com. That's rightrelationshipforyou.com. There is not just one kind of radio show. Some radio shows are all about busting through and getting unstuck from the crust in your life. But the Dr. Pat Show, well, she does it all. She's been helping people in all aspects of their life now for 10 years. Her interview style, her unique personality, the amazing guests she has on her show are all factors of what makes an amazing radio show. Please join Dr. Pat in celebrating 10 extraordinary years of talk radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you for supporting us for the past 10 years. We are promising each and every one of you that this coming year, our 10th year anniversary, will be the best yet. We will be paying forward so many ideas, so many tools, so many gifts to all of you because you have inspired us to be better and better and better each year. For more information, please make sure you stay tuned to TransformationTalkRadio.com or TheDrPatShow.com. And remember, join me. Let's live life full out together. listening to transformation talk radio the home of some of the world's most inspiring talk radio hosts please stay tuned at the top of the hour we'll be bringing you another amazing educational and inspiring show to get you on the path to transforming your life for more information about us please visit our website www.transformationtalkradio.com that's www.transformationtalkradio.com 